This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. This is Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network. America's the greatest country in the world. Happy Saturday. Thank you for being here. I want to talk about toxic masculinity. We'll start off with a little imagery here. I want you to imagine three men. Picture three men standing next to each other. One is Pajama Boy. You know Pajama Boy? Uh, He was in an advertisement for Obamacare back in 2009. Uh, 25 years old, wearing his footy pajamas, two hands on his hot cocoa mug by the fire. A little bit of a hipster beard, I believe. Encouraging you and, and other millennials to sign up for their parents' health insurance. That's pajama boy. Never had a callus on his hands and doesn't know how to throw a punch. Man number two, the brute in the bar. You know, the brute. Gets in fights all the time. All the rest. Then you have the third man. Does man number two make sense? We don't need any more description of him, right? Violent, angry, flies off, all the rest. Then man number three. Man number three is the unassuming Navy SEAL. So I live here in San Diego, and there's Navy SEALs all over the place. And a lot of them you wouldn't even know. Right, I mean, yeah, you have some Navy SEALs who look like The Rock, but then most Navy SEALs just look like regular people. And you can tell who they are because you say, oh, you know, what do you do for a living? And they're like, oh, I'm in the military. They're super humble about it. And you're like, ah. And you keep asking. And they're like, oh, I'm in the Navy. Oh, yeah, what, what do you do? Uh, okay, that's SEAL. Right, like they'll eventually get to it. Super unassuming. But they can kill you with their left index finger. But they don't. So what is toxic masculinity? That is when feminists view all men as the drunk brute in the bar. So to solve this problem, they want to make all men pajama boys. I believe the solution is to instead turn men or raise boys to become the quote-unquote Navy SEAL. Strong, capable, powerful, but given a direction towards a noble purpose. That needs to be the goal. Not to emasculate men, but to give men a noble purpose and direction. So let me back it up a second. So toxic masculinity, thats it's been around for a long time, right? It's nothing new, but the term is, is on the newer side. Now, oh, by the way, toxic masculinity is pretty much all masculinity. So we have to eliminate all of it. Uh, you see it on TV shows. You've seen it for a while. The dad's always a doofus. You see it in commercials coming from Madison Avenue. The man is always an idiot because he buys the wrong laundry detergent from the store or whatever. Or have you seen that the, there's a Toyota truck commercial where they're like if spools of light in the back of the truck and then they go out to a field and they spell out welcome home Julia on the ground and there happens to be a, a woman soldier 
or I should say there is a woman soldier in a plane who happens to be sitting on the, 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 the window seat on the right side of the plane. And she looks out the window and she sees welcome home, Julia, and it has the most pathetic soundtrack in the background. It's a song by the band perfume genius. And, and you've heard this, you've seen this before and you're like, that's a truck commercial. It's a commercial for a truck, a pickup truck. It's like weak, pathetic, Namsy Pamsy perfume genius song. A truck. Uh, we're not gonna have time to get to it today, but there's a New York Times article, just a couple days ago, where uh, the New York Times dispatched a reporter to Texas to try and understand the rest of the country, and it's hilarious because this article is written as if the reporter went on a safari in Africa, right? And they're they're observing these Homo sapiens west of the Hudson River, and they came across some, and it turns out. After observing these homo sapiens for a while, that they seem to have a strong affinity towards trucks. And it's it's a hilarious article because they don't go on to explain why Texans love trucks. They just say that they do. And, and it's like they're reporting back to people in New York. Hey, did you know Texans love trucks? Hilarious article. So I asked my wife, she's from Tennessee. I asked her why Southerners love trucks. And she said, because they're manly. So what are you talking about? She goes, I didn't know a, she says, I didn't know a single man her entire life growing up in Tennessee, East Tennessee, outside Chattanooga. She she didn't know a single adult male who did not drive a truck, except she had one friend, one friend who was rich and her dad had a four door Lexus. And, and she tells this in a hilarious way because of her Southern accent, but she's like, I thought it was nice, but weird. She said, every man she knew how to pick up. When we met, I drove a Jeep, Jeep, Jeep Grand Cherokee. And she questioned my manliness. When we first met, because I didn't drive a pickup truck, she judged me as less of a man because I was, we were in a, a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Everyone she knew drove, drove, drove a truck. But the New York Times couldn't even broach why Texans love trucks because they couldn't admit that they are indeed manly. Anyway, so Wisconsin-Madison uh, is the latest school to do this. They have what they call the Men's Project. The Men's Project creates a space for critical self-reflection and dialogue about what it means to be a man and how masculinity impacts us and those around us. And again, the point of the program, just as is the point of feminism, is to make men more like women. All of our problems in our culture, they say, is because men don't act enough like women. So we're going to turn the brutes, as all men are, into pajama boys. Uh, I want to quote David French here. I'm going to quote him at length just because it's so good. He says, here's the problem. Vulnerability, which is what this program's all about. It's about teaching men to be more vulnerable. Vulnerability is not a virtue. It, it's a morally neutral characteristic at best, and it's a vice at worst. And, and yes, some men are more naturally sensitive than others. That's fine. But, but we now ask, no, we beg men to indulge their emotions as if the antidote to awful male aggression is a good cry. David French says there's a good reason. There are good reasons why generations of fathers have taught their sons to man up. And it's not because young boys are blank canvases on which the patriarchy can paint its oppression. It's because men in general have essential natures that are different from women. We tend to be more aggressive, more energetic, and less nurturing than women. And this is the key. The fundamental challenge of raising boys is in channeling that nature in productive ways not in denying or trying to eradicate its existence. 
In other words, we need to make men more purposeful, not more vulnerable. And we are failing in that key task. Feminism has infected child rearing and modern education so thoroughly that legions of parents and teachers are adrift and clueless. They have no idea what to do with their sons other than medicate them if they're acting up, right? And absent fathers compound and confuse and create yawning cultural voids. But here's the question. What better equips a man to confront a difficult and challenging world? Because it is a difficult and challenging world, right? So what better equips a man to confront that? Is it more tears or is it more toughness? Is it teaching men to be compassionate or to be objects of compassion? Gosh, I love that so much. So I have a three-month-old now, Jack. Jack Wilder. Jack Wilder Slater. Manly name. And I'm going to teach him to be a compassionate man. But I'm not going to raise him to be an object of compassion. What good is that? The vulnerable male's cry is help me. The masculine male's quest is to become the helper. Boys will be boys, but they won't all become men. For a father, there are few more rewarding things in life than helping a son become a man. To watch him test himself in productive ways and to help him cultivate and demonstrate a a protective spirit. Among the great gifts a father can give a son is a sense of masculine purpose. So see the difference there? In that that vision, which is the one I'm going to be using, or the vision of, of making men objects and boys objects of compassion. I see no benefit to that. I'll give you an example of channeling manliness. John Wayne, uh, which is a good place to start, in the movie McClintock, he says, you've got to be a man first before you can be a gentleman. you got to be a man first before you can be a gentleman. You need first the, the core characteristics of masculinity, strength, courage, those things, right? You have to have those characteristics and then constraint, right? You have to have the power and the ability and the confidence to impose your way, but then you voluntarily restrain that. And instead of your way, you use those powers to serve someone else. That's how you be a gentleman, but you can't go about it the other way. Like the, the, the feminism in our culture today says you need to be a gentleman before you become a man or a gentleman, and then you have to be a man. But in the words of Brett McKay, he says, without the structure of the hard tactical virtues of manliness behind them, the gentle virtues shapelessly droop and sag and fail to engender the same kind of respect. There was a 17th century philosopher, a French philosopher, I forget his name, but he said, nobody deserves to be praised for goodness unless he's strong enough to be bad. For any other goodness is usually merely inertia or lack of willpower, right? So if someone's good just because they're blech, just because they're lazy, like that's not good. That's, that's, just, that's just nothing. So you don't get praised for being good if you're just a sack of potatoes. You're praised for being good because you take the, the, the strength you have that could be used for bad and instead channel it to something righteous and noble. Makes sense. So this is what they don't get about toxic manliness because toxic masculinity in their world can only be bad. Hence, it's toxicness. 
Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 